Panthers Insider continues, and we're wrapping things up. Pitt, North Carolina tonight, 8 o'clock kickoff, Akershire Stadium. Got Joe and Eric on the line. I'm going to get you in a minute. But first, we'll go to the man that will be on the play-by-play call tonight and the son of the late, the great Woody Durham, who called Carolina football and basketball for over 40 years. Wes Durham. Wes, good morning. Pat, good morning. Great to be with you, man. Thanks for the invite. What, what, always great having you, man. You're the best. Uh, where was dinner last night here in the Berg? <laughs> Kept it low-key. I hate to tell you. Low-key. Now, we uh, we actually did a uh, Friday after we had pit meetings yesterday about 11 a.m., and then uh, North Carolina chose not to do theirs until they got in late yesterday afternoon. So by the time we were through with Carolina, it was uh, a little behind on the homework, as they say, for not only tonight but also my game tomorrow. So I wasn't very, uh, it wasn't very exciting. I'm not, sorry not a very say. festive evening, but you're a busy no, man. I'm sorry. Well, I'm uh, sorry. With an eight o'clock game, I know you had high expectations, and I failed to meet them. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it's it's all good, man. There's plenty of time to make up for it, but. Talk about this Carolina team. I've been doing a lot of a lot of talk about Pitt and, and the struggles, but looking at Carolina, sure. um, and, and you know, new offensive coordinator in Chip Lindsey. Obviously, right. we know about Drake May. Have there been kind of bumps in the road in this relationship to start? Because obviously, Drake's stats aren't you know what people expected. They're still good, but what have you seen from this offense? I think they they've gone to finding that that comfort level between run and pass for sure. I think they run the ball better than they did a year ago. I think you can see that if you watch the tape or yep. even if you look at some of their numbers. I also think that uh they're a little more deeper in terms of the throw game. Um offensively, you know, Chip has brought some fresh ideas to the table and I think Drake bought in early. This is not something he went kicking and screaming to. Um, but I, I think they've expanded the throwing game to the tight ends, which, you know, you saw them last year, but you weren't sure how that was going to translate to the next level or a new coordinator. And it's really kind of changed everything. I, I think tonight you'll see John Copenhaver back in the lineup for them. I think you're going to see Nesbitt and Morales as well. And then last week seemed to be, okay, we finally got Nate McCollum on the field. And, right. you know, he had the eye-popping 15 catches, but the reality of it is, Nate McCollum kind of fits a, a silo that they need in the throw game to, to maybe even take it a little higher. We'll see. I, I think the run game with the combination or led by Marion Hampton and British Brooks is going to be kind of the backbone of what they're going to do to complement May in the throw game for sure. Well, certainly a veteran offensive line for the most part, aside from left tackle. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have small backs. I mean, these are, uh, these are big boys at 222-25. And, you know, you talk about – North Carolina football and, and where they've been under Mac Brown and, and quarterback mm-hmm. hadn't been a problem. Scoring points hadn't been a problem. It's been defense. And yeah. they got off to a fast start against South Carolina. Nine sacks in, uh, in that football game. Only one since. But seems to me, at least, they're, they're playing a little bit better brand of football defensively. What have you seen from the Tar Heels on that side of the ball? I had them two weeks ago against Appalachian, which is probably of the three games they played, their worst effort defensively. I think Appalachian contributed to some of it because Sean Clark's team does some things that that lend to the you know the Bender bus plays Pat not yep. the Bender break right. Um, they were a total bust in K, in some cases. I think where you're looking at Carolina tonight is you got to focus on the three guys in the middle of the field, so to speak. Cayman Rucker tends to drift up front on the line of scrimmage at the jackbacker, but I think 23 Power Echoes, 33 Cedric Gray are kind of the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah, uh, Rucker had a great start to the season against South Carolina, and then I thought last week was uh, 
very important and integral in terms of what they did to slow down Minnesota. Um, and I, I thought their second-best defensive performance as a whole came last week. Um, they did a really good job of getting to uh, Ethan Kaliak-Manis, the quarterback at Minnesota, and, uh, and kind of being physical with him. I expect Carolina to try and do some of that tonight. Um, I think you got to look at Desmond Evans and Kevin Hester in the rotation. The depth is the number one thing, Pat, to be honest with you about Carolina. Last year, they might play 14 or 15 guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a lot of rotation to who they were defensively, as you know. And now this year, it feels like they've expanded that by at least five, maybe even six guys. Um, I think they're probably up toward 18, 19 guys that they're playing, at least the other day against Minnesota. And if that's the case, then you know how that works. Yep. Competitive depth is fresh depth. And as the game gets a little longer, I think they got a little stronger last week. Now, we'll see if that holds up tonight. I mean, uh, you know, Pitt puts a lot of different pressures on you from an offensive perspective. And I know people are saying, wait a second, have you seen this offense lately? Yeah. But here's the thing. You still can run the ball with Rodney Hammond. You've got guys who make explosive plays on the perimeter. And to me, Pitt's issue is as much the three levels as it is one singular person, yeah. right? I mean, you got to be better up front. You got to have guys make the plays. And I had an old football coach tell me one time it's a matter of making layups. And I went, a basketball analogy? He said, well, yeah. think about it. If you can make layups, you can then start making jump shots and other things. And to me, Pitt's as much about, you know, doing the little things as it is the big things in terms of potentially turning it around. Yeah, last one for you, Wes, because I know you got you got homework to catch up on, and you got a game tomorrow too. And I I, I see that up close and personal, there, man, Bill Hillgrove, and unfortunately, yeah, I know he's, you do. He's in <laughs> Vegas, so he's uh, he's yeah. uh, he's he's in Vegas. Steelers got out there a day early. Um, but uh, just want to ask you, obviously, and we're talking to Wes Durham, got the play-by-play duties tonight on the ACC Network, eight o'clock kick. If you can't get to the game, you can catch Wes and Tim Hasselback and the crew on the air. Um, for this for this game to go Pitt's way tonight. What has to happen, Wes, from your from your perspective? Um, based on watching the last two games for Pitt, I, I think the number one thing that has to happen, Pat, is I think Pitt's got to play well early. Yeah. I think they have to establish, and I, I, especially on offense. Yep. Um, look, you, you know better than I do. They're looking at their what fourth different offensive line in four games, um, mm-hmm. which is some of the guys that are banged up here. And if that's the case, then they need to find a way to build as much confidence on their own is you know impact plays against Carolina I think that's number one number two um, defensively at times last year and I did the game last year in Chapel Hill defensively last year at times they really rattled Carolina's run game I think tonight that's going to be important too I think Danielson is a critical piece up front Uh, David Green those guys I, I think they have a role in this game tonight so that would be the first two things and then the second piece is be pretty sure about what you are from a penalty perspective. Don't don't give out any free ones tonight, mm-hmm. because I think if you can do that, then that maybe helps you down the line in terms of having a chance at the end to win it. And then, you know, to be honest with you, Ben Sauls has been the stronger of the two kickers. Carolina's gone back to Noah Burnett because of an injury to Ryan Coe. I, I you know, if this comes down to kicking tonight, if it comes down to potentially a punting situation, I would lean pit that direction too. Interesting point. Well, Wes, appreciate you getting up with us. Uh, I know you got a long weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you tonight at the old ball yard, and uh, have a great call. Thanks, Pat. Take care. Always fun. Appreciate it. There he goes, West Durham. ACC, privileged to have him on the call. Also handles the Atlanta Falcons 
play-by-play duties on the radio. One of the best in the business, a true pro, and a, a tribute to uh, you know college football and college basketball and the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. 